Welcome to Chit Chat with Bondi Guru. Each week, facilitator and intuitive horoscopes writer Gazale Lowe sits down to chat with you on an aspect of self-awareness. These in-depth discussions will support you to navigate through your life situations and most importantly, deepen your connection to the here and now. Listen in as Gazale guides you back to yourself and helps you recognize the power you do have in this moment now. Let's jump into this week's chit chat. The topic of ebbs and flows are really, really important. And it's important to understand what to do during the ebbs of life and what to do during the flows of life. Of course, not that I'm telling you what to do and how to live your life. It's not coming from that space, but it's like, it's so easy to be happy and excited and, and when you're in the flows of life, when it feels like everything's flowing and everything's wonderful. Um, it's really easy to go, I really appreciate my life and I appreciate who I am and I appreciate this. And I appreciate. Everyone can be in appreciation when they're in the flows of life. What do you do though when you're in the ebbs of life and the ebbs always come? No matter what, the ebbs will always come. It doesn't matter what you're going through in your life. There are always going to be ebbs. You're either there's either you're either in the flow of life or you're in the ebbs of life. And I feel like the ebbs of life can easily be taken to mean that they you're in a negative space or it's in a negative time or things are not working out in your life. And that's actually not the truth at all. It's it's just as important what you do during the ebbs as it is what you do during the flow of life. So the flow of life, when you're in the flow and there's the feeling, there's an aliveness through the flow of life, you got to take advantage of that because that doesn't last either. And the key also is not to get attached to that flow, not to think to yourself, which it can be very easy to do, that, oh, that's it, everything's sorted now, everything's working out, I've got this now and I can find some comfort. Don't ever look for comfort uh, in the flow of life um, and nor in the ebbs of life. So, uh, so what I wanted to, the really main point I wanted to get across is when you're in the flow, let yourself take advantage of the feeling that is guiding you. Use that feeling to take you to the next level of your life. And that flow lasts, you can't say how long it'll last for, but I guarantee you at some point the ebbs will come in. Then when the ebbs coming, it may look like things have slowed down, which it kind of is the case, but also it may you might think to yourself, and this is just thinking, that, oh shit, things are not working out anymore, the way things were working out before. And the biggest one is I find is people lose love for themselves when they're in the ebbs of life. So it's important to love yourself through the way you love yourself in the flow, you love yourself in the ebbs. The same love, you don't change who you are just because you're going through the ebbs of life. And another really important factor is you don't lose appreciation just because you're going through the ebbs of life. The ebbs will come, it doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter how much money you have or don't have, doesn't matter what your status is, there are ebbs and flows. I would liken it to, so for example, um, success is nothing without failure and failure is nothing without success. They go hand in hand. So every success, whatever that may be, for each person is going to be different. There's a failure that has supported that person to step into success. Because if you, there's no failure, there's no success. It's the same thing. It's just a, it just may 
appear with your eyes to look like it's on the different end of, ends of the spectrum. So uh, usually success is up here, which is where most people want to be. Failure looks like it's down there, which is where nobody wants to be. Um, but in the failures is where we learn our greatest lessons. And this is all cliche a little bit, or everybody knows this, right? Um, yet I find in the work that I do with people, so many people are trying to run away from the failures. Or I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to fail. I don't want to fall. But every failure, every time you fall is when you can rise even more. Okay. Um, I can't tell you the amount of times I failed in so many things I've done um, in my life. And it's all those failures that have supported me to do what I do. It's, you know, it's not like every day I wake up and I'm so fucking excited to write the horoscopes and share them with the world. And I'm so happy about all the work that I do all the time. No, there's some really difficult times. Sometimes I don't, the ebbs come in and when the ebbs come in, I may not want to write all those star signs with all that excitement. But the point I'm making in today's podcast is just to make sure that you stay who you are during the ebbs and you stay who you are during the flow. And when there is flow, great. It's what it's that you can appreciate it. And then you have to remind yourself there are ebbs as well. The reason I remind myself that there are ebbs is one, I don't get attached to the flow. Two, because I know everything changes. Change is a constant. And so it's not possible to keep going up, up, up. Wherever you however high you go, you have to drop back down at some point. And you drop down during the ebbs. You don't have to drop down in consciousness though. You don't have to drop down in your level of self-awareness. You may drop down in what looks like your life or the story, but it doesn't mean you're consciousness has to drop down when you're when it appears that you're dropping down so i don't want to keep too long we've got about five or so minutes uh here on today's podcast i wanted to keep it short and simple and just remind you that the ebbs will always come and to remove your attention away from the thoughts that say but the ebbs are negative or i don't want to be in the ebbs of life I feel like it's really important for us to be observant of how we treat ourselves during uh, the ebbs of life and also to know that when we're going through the ebbs of life it doesn't last the flows don't last the ebbs don't last and all of them have a purpose and all of them are in order there is an order to the ebbs there is an order to the flows the, the, the you know the chaos of the ebbs in particular there's an order to all of it it's not like you're doing something wrong so things are not going well every time I go through the ebbs of my life which I'm currently going through right now I just continue to remind myself that this is part of the process there's, there's nothing wrong with going through the ebbs there's nothing wrong if things have slowed down or you know the pace is slowed down or or I'm feeling more challenged right now than I have maybe last week there was lots of flow last week and everything was moving forward wonderfully for example and then this week it just I was just like, you know what, I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit on the lounge and do nothing this week. And it's about pushing myself. I mean, because I know that that's not a feeling. It's not coming from my feeling. Um, or, you know, getting up super early and going for a walk. That's my thing at the moment. Make sure I'm up at six o'clock every morning and getting myself out, no matter how cold it is, going out for a walk. And to even though I'm feeling the ebbs, even though there might be heaviness in, in my mind, rather than trying to figure it all out, or what's it bad, or what have I done wrong, or why aren't things working, things are working, they're just working in the space of the ebbs at the moment, right? 
um, is to just get up and do my walk anyway, right? Regardless of what's going on mentally. I'm not one to sit around and try to figure things out in that I have to fully know what's going on with me um, in terms of thinking and okay, what's, why do I feel so, a bit heavier today? Why do I feel a bit... Uh, I feel like to ask those questions of myself would mean that I have to go into my head and try to figure it out and then there's a self-diagnosis. I couldn't care less about... Is that couldn't care less? I don't... Anyway, I have no interest in doing things like that. I don't see the point in it. What I would prefer to do is just feel... There's heaviness to feel the heaviness and not add any content to it. The heaviness, the emotion to me is important. The content isn't important. So the emotion is important in that, in that I don't ignore it, that I'm feeling it. And I'm getting much better at this, you know, as I continue to grow and expand as well. Um, and so I feel the emotion, feel it for what it is, um, whatever it may be. And I think I've spoken about emotions. And I remember you, we go back and we... Uh, take the emotion remember that it's any once I felt it I remove the label remind myself that it's energy and it becomes a it goes uh, from the I want to say from the manifested to unmanifested or or from the form rather to the formless and so it's almost like the the emotion if you want to liken it any of you that do Amir Zogi's work which is my big brother by the way um, phenomenal 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 work and and he talks a lot about uh, the ocean and the drop. That's not my vocabulary, it is, but um, so it's almost, if you liken it, those of you that do do Amir's work, this might resonate with you. Um, it's when you feel the emotion, let's just say the emotion is the drop, the emotion goes back into the ocean and becomes the ocean again. It's always the ocean. It doesn't change, but it, it looks like it's in the form of the drop and then it drop, goes back into the ocean. And then it becomes one with the ocean again, so to speak. That, I liken it to that in terms of my emotions. Um, so in what I'm currently going through, the content is not relevant. And to sit and question myself over and over again is, I think, torture. I don't see the point in that. So this is, uh, I'm going through the ebbs and I'm just discussing what I do when I go through the ebbs. If you notice in your life that you're going through the ebbs, it, that's the time to love yourself the most that's the time to nurture yourself the most that's the time to be proud of yourself the most these are little things that support you with also confidence okay um i feel like they're the times to also in some way push yourself to make sure that there's movement in your body because movement in the body in particular <coughs> excuse me sorry in particular when you're going through the ebbs <coughs> supports unexpressed emotions to start rising to the surface so if it's going for a walk or or for me at the moment it's intense exercise um, that I've chosen to do which I love to do so uh, each to their own and in the ebbs of life make sure that there's some movement and of course you know some stillness and meditation and things that nurture you what are the things that you feel nurture you um, and so be mindful not to then buy into the content because the content and the uh, voices in your head so to speak or all of our heads if you like become a lot louder when we're going through the ebbs because the questions are well what did I do wrong or why am I going through this or what happened I thought I moved through this stuff why is this all coming up again and so on and so forth um, I've certainly been guilty of that many times myself now I know I've gotten so much better at understanding not mentally but with my heart that no matter what I do or don't do or how consistent I am or not consistent or how disciplined I am or undisciplined, there are still ebbs and flows. There's ebbs and flows in those 
who are disciplined, there's ebbs and flows in those who are not disciplined. It's just what, who are you during the ebbs? You must be the same person that you are during the flows and in the flows is taking advantage of that um, momentum, that energy and using it. I feel like in the flows, you could potentially uh, tap into a lot more creativity and use it and then when the ebbs turn up, trust that, okay, may just may mean that I might need to just, just step back a little bit and do more observing than trying to get in there and make lots and lots of decisions. So in my life right now is stepping back and observing and allowing the stories to unfold rather than questioning what's happening and questioning the circumstances or stories or situations that never helps. It never helps. Trying so hard to change the story doesn't help. And Sorry, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at myself because I know I've done that in the past oh, a gazillion times, you know. I know what I'll do. Then I'll change this. Then I'll change. But then the issue turns up in a different form. So it's still in my sphere until I learn that it's not about changing the story. It's about going within and shifting my mindset. It's about becoming more self-aware. Okay. It's about becoming more conscious. That's not changing the story. That's working on myself to become, to be, to use my consciousness. I don't, I don't think I should you say become more conscious. It's not because you don't need to become more conscious because you're already conscious, but perhaps using more of my consciousness. And where can I do that from? The here and now. And which leads me to the next little bit of ebbs and flows. Be present, be present, be present, be present, be present. There is nothing else but be present, be present. You have to know what it feels like to be present in your body. And let me tell you something. You can't think your way into presence. Okay, and for some people when they first start practicing presence, the first thing that comes up for them is boredom. I, I think if you're a Gemini, you may be able to relate this, relate to this. Um especially what, what you're going through right now. Uh, so the first thing that comes up is boredom. And for the Gemini, I say the Gemini because then boredom is a really clever game that the Gemini plays with themselves to then not be present, okay? So you have to be mindful of boredom. Um, well, nothing's happening. Like, well, I'm here now, so what's going on? Or expectations that people have around presence. So you're not present again, right? The expectation is, well, if I'm present, then... Everything just magically appears and happens and da, da, da. Or another one is that, yeah, I'm present. I, I, I often, I, in fact, I used to ask this question a lot from people when I had one-on-one sessions. How much of your day do you think, and I particularly use the word think, how much of your day do you think you're present? <laughs> and a lot of people would respond with, oh, maybe about 80%. I'm like, oh, if that was true, you wouldn't be here right now having this conversation with me. So I don't think that that's actually the case maybe we need to uh, work with you understanding and feeling what presence actually feels like for you not what it means because it's just that's intellectual rubbish what does it feel like for you okay um, which is why I get people to do bring your attention to the inner field of your body and you know feel the sensations flowing through the inner field of your body and so when you're going through the ebbs of life use that Bring your attention to the inner field of your body and, and use the sensations in the inner field of your body for you to feel the expansiveness of the here and now. It is so beautiful. It is so wonderful. My words do it no justice. It's impossible to describe what the here and now is. Um, 
And the moment I have, I'm out of the now, right? Like, because words do it no justice. I always say words are the everything of a lie. Um, so being in the here and now is going to be really important for you during both ebbs and flows because a lot of people lose themselves in the flows because of excitement. Oh, everything's happening and I can feel my creativity and I'm in the flow and blah, blah, blah. That's when, again, the ego comes in and takes over, goes, I got it. I know what to do for me. Thank you very much. Don't need the here and now. And this flow is going to last forever. And it doesn't. It just, oh, gosh, it doesn't. <laughs> It's like when people blow all their money and they think, well, it doesn't matter because a lot more will come in, so it doesn't make a difference. But the space that they're coming from is not uh, true. It's not authentic. It's not present. It's the space of trying to be, um, I forget that word. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Never mind. I'm not going to get lost in this one. <laughs> okay. I try, now I want to know the word <laughs> of trying to be uh, something. Anyway. Let's move on. We're to what money today. Okay, so that's the ebbs and flows. Uh, also, you want to be able to use your intuition during the flows because when you're in the flow, ego can still come in and take over, okay, as I just described before. Same in particular when you're in the ebbs, it's a lot easier for ego to come in and take over. Uh, I Sometimes I, I used to hear this a lot from people. People thought, oh, um, you know, people that think really highly of themselves are in ego and people that don't think very highly of themselves don't have any ego it's like yeah they do they they're people that think they're a you know piece of shit that person's ego is just as big as a person that thinks they're king dingling right same thing it's just different uh, different spectrum if you like sides of the spectrum the ego is still there so to speak um and so intuition is really important and I just want to throw this in because people keep asking, well, how do you use your intuition? A couple of things about intuition whilst we're on the topic of ebbs and flows. One is intuition is, is a whisper. It's not loud. It doesn't roar like a lion. Neither does your power. So when you're in your power, you don't need everybody to see it. There's no, you don't need validation. You don't need um, to roar and go, wow, look how powerful I am. And look at all the things I can do and all this sort of stuff. Right. That's so we don't need to do that. That's not necessary. Um, and it's the same thing with intuition is it's just it's a just is it's a whisper. It's so quiet. It's so delicate, um, which is why it's so important to be present, to allow your intuition to guide you. And in the ebbs, intuition is guiding you in the flows. Intuition is guiding you. If you're not present, then you can't follow the guidance of intuition. Another point about intuition is that. It doesn't give you all the steps and the outcomes and what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. I hear people say all the time, well, I followed my intuition, but it didn't give me the outcome that I wanted. It's like that wasn't, your intuition isn't there to give you the outcome that you think you need to get, right? It gives, it's not about an outcome anyway. It's simply allowing you, to, gives you guidance for the here and now. And that's it, one step at a time. Okay, the intuition is in the here and now. It doesn't exist in another place. Uh, and on that note, I may as well throw this in, just to let you guys know that the intuition course, that's uh, the course with me. So it's a 12 week course all about intuition. And it's not me giving content necessarily about what intuition is. It's about me holding space and supporting you, giving exercises for you to feel your intuition and let it guide you. So basically I'll be offering feedback 
for those of you that are finding it challenging um, to, if, you know, some people go, oh, I, don't, I don't know that I even feel my intuition. This is a perfect program for you. And, and for those of you that are certain that you feel your intuition, you know what your intuition is. Uh, you're not sure that it's always guiding you or not. Again, it's perfect. My, what I want to do is deepen your experience of intuition. Uh, deepen your experience of following your intuition, feeling it, hearing it, realizing what intuition actually is. And so what I've done is I've put a 12-week program together. Each week we get together as a group, so up to 10 people per group. And we there's definitely discussions that are going to be had. I'm going to be giving lots of different exercises that are going to support you to practice being in the now, but also to well, it's only through the now that you'll feel your intuition. So I'm going to help you feel that and hear that whisper and also show you where you have the courage to follow your intuition, regardless of what outcome will be or won't be. Um, my forte is intuition. I mean, I'm sure you know this by now, especially those of you that do get the horoscopes. You can tell everything's done by intuition. Actually, some people might not know this. I don't do horoscopes via um uh, what is it? Astrology? I don't know anything about, about astrology. Everything I do is via intuition. Any question you ask me, my response is always via intuition. Okay. And so um, my job as an intuitive facilitator is to get you to go back to your own intuition, not for me to answer the questions for you. And so what I love about uh, the intuition course is that one, you will by with absolute certainty walk away after 12 weeks knowing exactly what intuition is okay how it feels what it looks like for you who you are in your intuition and so on and so forth which it all comes down to the practices of the here and now plus you'll learn about feedback you'll learn about what it is to sit within a group format and have other group members reflect parts of yourself back to you so if you're not for example, you might sit in, in the group and a group member might reflect a part of yourself back to you that you're not happy about or that you don't like or that you've disowned, in particular the ones that we've disowned as really important parts. Um, and so you have the opportunity in that moment to own that trait. It's, we all have every single trait that there is. We're just not all using every single trait. So it's very easy to judge someone else and go, well, you know, I, you do this and you do that and blah, blah. Well, you do it too. You may not be using that trait, but you also have that trait, okay? And so to recognize the disowned parts of yourself are going to be really empowering because that's what also supports you to open up your mind and clear space in your mind, okay, and recognize the simplicity of truth, which is being in the here and now and then feeling your intuition. So in that way, I'll be working with you. That's where I'll be doing the facilitation. That's where I'll be going, okay, actually, you know what? It feels to me that this is what you've got going on um, which is what is in the way of you, you know, recognizing your intuition. And I feel like this group member is reflecting this back to you. I'll also talk a lot about giving feedback and receiving feedback. What is feedback? How important feedback can be in the group format because there is permission to give and receive feedback. I'm not talking about giving and receiving feedback to people that are not interested in hearing your feedback. I'm talking about <laughs> giving and receiving feedback in that forum, in that space. Okay. And you really get to know your group members also over the course of the 12 weeks that we're together, which is really awesome. And I mean, more importantly, it is important that you're there with group members. I, this is not something that you do one-on-one -on -one, um, because of the self-reflection that you get and because of the 
learning to give feedback and receiving feedback. Everything that I'm talking about relates to you then getting out of your way so you can use your intuition, you can feel your intuition. Um, and then there'll be certain audios and things that I'll be sending across during the week and exercises and continually checking in with you to see how you're doing over the 12 weeks. Now, there's going to be a live, these will be live weekly sessions that we have for 12 weeks with your group members. So any questions that you have, uh, feel free to email me. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Thanks for listening to Chit Chat with Bondi Guru. We hope you enjoyed this conversation. If there's a topic you'd love Gazelay to talk about in an upcoming episode, then send an email to guru at bondiguru.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to the Intuitive Horoscopes via bondiguru.com. We'll see you next week. Bye.